folks. It's Wednesday, Thursday-ish, September 14th, 2022. Coming up on the program today is a butthole removal procedure right for you. Plus, why does meat skeleton smell like cat piss, a box full of dildo props, and a gaping asshole was sent to potentially millions of parents? All this, put your voicemails today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents the continuing adventures of Harry Potter. There was a pause while Harry continued to pound Hermione's bloody fudge, which he had done several times to Ron already. Ron ejaculated, come, the size of a grapefruit. Dumbledore's thick come flew out of the pulsating top and whipped through the air. Faggots, said Snape. Professor Umbridge seemed to decide that she could ignore the fat cunt warts no longer. She looked as though she might have a farting seizure. Did you want to ask something about the chapter, dear? She asked Hermione, as though she had only just noticed her. Not about the chapter, no, said Hermione. Well, we'll jerk him just now said Professor Umbridge, showing her slightly damp, moldy smell in cunt. Harry stared at it. Ron kept spurting cum in a pool of his own poo, as though hoping to pick up ten-year-olds. If you have other queries, we can deal with them at the end of jerking off. I've got a query about sucking your bloody behind, Watts, said Hermione. Professor Umbridge raised her tight behind and was now shitting but explosion poo on her face. Harry touched sack wards, and Ron beat it furiously in his fingers, then closed them again with a jerk. And your name is? Hermione Granger, said Hermione, jerking off Harry. Harry groaned, shooting gum on her face. Ow! I, I, ow! Coming. said Harry, farting in a pool of his own cum. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Um, well, I love the taste of male seminal fluid. And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. You know, the taste of, of semen is quite, uh, and, uh, a, a, a flavor. Semen Huffer. Yes, Tim Hansen, back here with you for the Wednesday, well, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday-ish edition of DV. We're all messed up this week because of some server issues that honestly has rendered my life a goddamn nightmare for the past few days. I got it all straightened out on Monday night. If you were having trouble accessing the feed, episodes of the show, if the show was uh, seemed to be posted late, this is why. We're back on track. The show is being posted at erratic times this week, so just, you know, roll with the punches with me. Thank you. I do have a great episode for you today. Let me start the show off with a question. Uh, let me pose this uh, to you. How many times in a day does a perfect stranger come up to you wondering about Uranus? Wondering what's going on with your butt? Are you having trouble shitting? Hemorrhoid flare up down there? What about coworkers? How often do you discuss pussy smells? Vaginal bacterial odors? This apparently is acceptable workplace banter. If we go by social media standards, people love to talk about their body malfunctions. And, you know, I get it. We're in this age of um, body positivity. I'm all for it, mainly because I'm a disgusting looking human being. And that's really who benefits from body positivity. That's the bodies we're supposed to be positive about. 
the gross and deformed. Now, that being said, this idea of talking up your butthole to strangers is still a little strange. I'm specifically referring to people who have, like, medical issues that aren't clearly visible. Like, maybe you had a mastectomy or something. You had some breast cancer. You got a fake tit afterwards. You don't need to bring that up unless we're, I guess, talking about cancer or breasts. And if I was talking to a coworker and she was like, oh, uh, you took last, you know, Friday off. We, you know, we missed you here. And then I say, I'm like, oh, yeah, I had to take my mom to the doctor. She, you know, she she's going to be OK. She's, you know, she has she has breast cancer. And then, you know, the woman, the coworker is like, oh, yeah, I had that. And I'm like, yeah, my mom's really upset about, you know, uh, you know what they might have to do, you know, removing the tissue. And then the woman's like, oh, I, that happened to me. That's fine. They replace it. It looks great. I can understand that. That's a normal, natural way to bring up your one-tittedness. However, now we're all supposed to be out and proud about everything going on with us. Like, I expect a sign on her cubicle that, that reads, ask me about my uniboob. I mean, I'm sorry you only have one boob and I get, you know, you shouldn't be ashamed of it or whatever. You don't have to make it your whole identity. We don't need to hear about it all the time. You don't have to work it into every conversation. Young people now are really owning their medical issues and they love to talk about it. It's the only thing they talk about. Take a listen to this woman. Here's why I had to get my butthole taken out. All right. No one asked. Her whole TikTok channel is about her uh, being buttholeless, shitting through bags out of her stomach and stuff. I mean, it is kind of interesting, at least to me. But you're really putting yourself out there. I mean, don't you want to find a boyfriend? This is not the best way to introduce yourself to him. Heads up. Hope you don't like anal. You know who you're going to get, my friend. You're going to get guys uh, who don't want anal, but are curious about fucking that hole in your stomach. So, uh... Where does the poop come out? Well, the doctors fashioned a hole in my stomach. I hook a bag up to it. So, so uh, hold on. If you uh, take that bag out, there's just a, a hole there that goes inside of you? Yeah. How big is that hole? Like, you know where he's going with that line of questioning, right? Here's why I had to get my butthole taken out. So I have a disease that's called severe perianal Crohn's disease. This basically only affects my bum. And the way that it would present itself was with abscesses and fistulas. Please, no, you gotta stop. I'm close. Abscesses and fistulas. Uh. And basically, whenever I would go poop through my bum, the bacteria would go through these fistula tracts into these pockets of abscesses, causing me to go septic and nearly killing me every single time. So the poop was giving her infections. Because the poop was getting stuck, you know, thanks to the fistulas drip right into her abscesses. Every single time. Now, there are treatments for this. But who wants to take a pill every day? No, no, no. Big Pharma's not going to win this time. I told the doctors, carve my butthole right out. Seal that fucker shut and drill me up a new stomach anus. Time. Now, there are treatments for this. The solution isn't always just the surgery. You can go on biologics and other medications and do other fistulotomy repairs in surgery that fistulotomy don't require taking out the actual rectum but i tried everything literally okay. everything i tried so many biologics and so many surgeries and nothing really worked she went the sane route <laughs> that's good to know until i finally got my butthole taken out well here on distorted view we've seen a lot of women get their butthole taken out usually by a large ethnic cock it hurts but it's less expensive than the medical way ting 
Honestly, if I was this woman, I'm assuming she lives alone because what boyfriend or husband would allow her to make TikToks like this? Honey, my coworkers might watch. I don't want them hearing about your butthole or lack thereof. Fistulas and poop cysts. No, no, no. Let's assume she lives alone. If I were her, I would get rid of all toilets in my house. Think of the space it would free up. You could put in a closet or just, you know, a larger tub. So many uh, redesigned possibilities when you free up that uh, toilet space. I mean, I know she still has to piss, but you can piss down any drain, really. Toilets are for feces. Did you know that? <laughs> you heard it here first. Toilet is for poop. Oh my God, talk about a billion dollar idea. Yeah, I've moved on from million dollar ideas to billion dollar ideas. Never never acted once on my million dollar idea. I've made zero from my ideas, but we're going to move on to, the, to an even bigger idea. And that is, it is incredibly crazy to me that a toilet really is just for poop. That's the main function of a toilet. Think about how large the toilet apparatus is and how much space it takes all for one uh, one thing one little thing that comes out of your ass a few times a day or once a day or once every couple days whatever depending on your diet it's like this little log thing couple inches around five or six inches in length we need this whole a massive installation appliance for that. Someone's got to come up with a, a toilet for the next generation. What it should be, if I may, come up with, I'm just spitballing off the top of my head here. <laughs> but what I'm thinking is like, you know how, uh, I'm thinking of my CPAP machine, really, is what I'm thinking of. The mask that covers your entire face. Why not have uh, like a, a mask for your butt? It goes right over your hole. And it's uh, like a vacuum type situation. <laughs> you push, it sucks. And because the butt mask forms a powerful seal around your rectum, it can the, you know, the hose thing can even like shoot water up and around, you know, so it's all very clean. I mean, I'm not an engineer, but the, you know, that, that could be the basis of the prototype. And we can tweak it from there. Who's in? Who wants to design this thing? Better question. Who wants to invest in this idea? Send me money now. My PayPal account is open. Let's move on. Uh, Meat Skelton has posted a new video, and you know I am obsessed with all things Meat. This is a great long update where he covers a bunch of topics, starting with how the devil destroyed his phone. By the way, folks, I cracked my phone. Yes, Satan took my phone and threw it on the ground. <laughs> well, actually, I was trying to get my phone out of the phone holder in my car, and it just went... It went flying away. So Satan had very little to do with this. It was all your big, fat, fumbling hands. That's what caused the phone to break. Stop blaming everything on Satan. Poor guy has enough on his plate to deal with. And it cracked my phone. My phone is cracked. He's calling this video his podcast exclusive. He says he's set up this particular video like a podcast episode. I find it interesting then that he chose to go with this cracked phone story as his lead. Typically, you want to start off with a strong bit, you know, get people interested and, and keep them listening. Kind of like how I started today with that woman who doesn't have a butthole. That's an attention grabber. You want to hear where that's going. Mead's big story is, I grabbed my phone out of my car and it slipped out of my hand and the screen cracked. 
I think it was the devil. Enthralling, Mead. Now, I will say this. I will give Mead credit where credit is due. He's got uh, chapter notes or timestamps, and it looks like he uh, is hitting a lot of different topics, and they're real quick, no more than a minute or two. Things like my 9-11 story. He's got a story about his college crush. Are all actors homosexual? And was 9-11 an inside job? Like, I want to hear about all of that. All that interests me. We're going we're gonna to hit all of those timestamps. We're not going to play every second of the video again. This is uh, really for Patreon uh, patrons, but he's got like two of those. I'm one of them. So, I, you know, I feel like I need to go over this with you. Anyway, uh, so uh, first thing Mead wants to talk about here is uh, the passing of Queen Elizabeth, the second or third or whatever she is. In other news, um, I'm very sad about the Queen's passing. You know, I feel like uh, she's kind of a relative of mine. Why? Why? Why would you feel like she's a relative? Because you're Germanic and build. What fucking connection do you have? Of course, to we her? are probably distant related, distantly related, being Plantagenets and all. And my family was depressed, so we went out to dinner on the eighth, which is also Patsy Klein's birthday. This, this is so insane. Mead's fucking hillbilly family is upset because the queen died? We were all so distraught, we decided to load up in my daddy's van and drive to the old country buffet it's funny how the <laughs> queen died on the birthday of the queen of country music right so we went out to dinner and i felt very depressed and i had the crab meat nachos and some shrimp tacos <laughs> in honor of the queen i had some crab meat nachos this <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. It's so stupid. Oh my god, I love Mead Skelton so much. I honored the queen by stuffing my face with crab meat nachos. Uh, later, we gotta move on because there's a lot to get to here. Uh, we recently got around to commemorating 9-11. Uh, I believe on yesterday's Sideshow exclusive podcast, we played a new batch of 9-11 tribute songs. Well, Mead also uh, would like to commemorate 9-11 with his 9-11 story. Of we had the anniversary of 9-11. 9-11, do you remember where you were on 9-11? I remember where I was on 9-11. I was at home, <laughs> asleep. The real question is, when you found out about the news, what did you eat, you know, to cope? Was it another crab meat nacho night for you? I commemorated 9-11 by eating jalapeno poppers. No, actually, well, I was actually getting ready for my Brit Lit class, which I had up at the uh, college campus. He was in college in 2001. It is now 2022, and he is still in college. My father and my grandmother watched television, and I said, well, what's that? And my dad said, a plane hit the World Trade Center. Now, I thought it was just like a little teeny plane, and I didn't even realize there was fire or whatnot. So uh, by the time I got to school everyone was in the cafeteria with their eyes glued to the oh television God. i can't get over how mead says school i cannot get skew he he says it exactly like marcia brady does in the brady bunch movie george glass that's funny i've never heard of a george glass at our skew mead is that you mead goes on to say that school was you know gets canceled because of 9-11 and he has to go home you know and i was ready to submit it to my teacher now those are back in the old days when all we had was emails 
No, I'm sh- I think. Oh, he's talking about, I guess, how um, back then when school was canceled, you couldn't just get on Zoom. They had the online courses, but I didn't have I had dial up so I couldn't I couldn't do online course uh, if my life depended on it. So those old days when. You know, you actually went into class and you sat in a classroom and you said <laughs> that. Um, but I do remember there was a cute girl in my class and I told her a joke about falling into the kitty litter. I thought she thought it was charming because I said, I hope I don't smell today, dear. I've fallen in the kitty litter. <laughs> okay, first of all, I guess we're off at of 9-11. That was, or maybe this is part of Mead's 9-11 story. How he hit on a girl with a kitty litter. This is how Mead flirts. This is his pickup line. Hey, honey, I hope I don't stink a cat piss. I slipped and fell in a kitty litter box. Hey, honey, can you check my hair for cat turds? <laughs> I'm afraid some of the turds may have got stuck in my hair. Just run your hand through it, honey. Oh, my God, me. No, that is not how you hit on a woman. First of all, don't call her honey. But I do remember there was a cute oh, girl in my class, again. and I told her a joke about falling into the kitty litter. I thought she thought it was charming because I said, I hope I don't smell today, dear. I've fallen in the kitty litter, and I had to, I had to take a shower three times. <laughs> um... And so uh, I guess she thought it was funny. And her name was Jenny, and she was this blonde with green eyes. Normally, I'm not into blondes. Anyway, I gave her one of my albums. Oh, that's it. That's the fucking kiss of death right there. That's right. She liked it. She said, well, I'm not really into country music um, unless you can dance to it. And she said she's more um, into pop. But she thought I was talented, but she said, you know, it's just not my thing. You only like country music if you're in a bar and she can sing along to it. So anyway, that was the thing. Um, but anyway, her name was Jenny and she already had a boyfriend, but um, she did like my joke about kitty litter. I, t- I use that line a lot. I feel <laughs> that was his go to pickup line onto the kitty litter, dear. And I took a shower just for you. <laughs> ah. Uh, but me, the question is, you, you use that a lot, that joke, that line to talk to women. Ha, did it ever work? Did you ever get a girlfriend? You got to stop using that one. Speaking of girlfriend, uh, Mead is working on a new song. Uh, so anyway, folks, oh, what else is new? Oh, I'm working on a new song called Latina Girlfriend. Now, Latina Girlfriend really needs uh, a great production value. I picture... <laughs> Uh, Marachi band with yeah 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 <laughs> backup singer. You know, there's a line about Latina, his Latina girlfriend being spicy and brown. <laughs> like it's just gonna be totally offensive. Latinas, you know, and harmonies and cha cha mucho cha cha. What's really weird is he finishes that thought right about about the Latina girlfriend song and goes right into this. What else was new? Oh, nothing else is that I don't have any outstanding warrants or anything for my arrest. What the hell does that even mean? Guys, am I missing something? Was Meade recently detained? He goes on to talk about credit card debt. Maybe it had something to do with that, but that's not interesting. What is interesting is his thoughts on actors. Um, by the way, folks, I don't believe that all actors are homosexual. Good. Like, no, who, who does believe that? I believe that actually film actors are more likely to be straight, but I do believe the homosexuals 
are outnumbered in, well, they are in a lot of the musical theater. Let's face it, folks. Well, you know what? He means speaking the truth here. <laughs> They're an infestation there, although we can take it back. Let's take back musical theater and make it, make it straight again. <laughs> <laughs> an infestation. Cockroaches. Because we have to move on, uh, let me just play a little bit from the last segment of his podcast. Uh, was 9-11 an inside job? Oh, by the way, oh, I want to talk about 9-11 because I didn't mention my thoughts on was 9-11 an inside job? And my thoughts, folks, are that... I'm going to take a stab here at what Mead is thinking. Let's see how well I can get inside Mead's head. On one hand... Uh, he would love the opportunity to blame non-Christians, right? Arabs, talheads, you know. Uh, and that would mean it's not an inside job. But I think Meade is going to go the route of Democrats were in cahoots. Because I think he, I think Meade hates Democrats more than Arabs. It was and it wasn't. So did they know about a possible terrorist attack? And um, yes. Did they do anything about it? No. Did they actually plan it out and orchestrate it? No. <laughs> so yes, I believe that that we definitely have these crazy Middle Easterners who don't like Americans. Ting! So far I got half of that right. I believe that our own government did not plan this. They did not plan 9-11, but they might have allowed it to happen, knowing that these you know wacko Muslims would do this. So that they could get us into a war hmm. or something. Well, that's kind of reasonable thinking. Right? And there's also people who hate America who work in the government. So Democrats, yeah. I'm going to call that a win for me. Folks, I don't think... <laughs> you it, know who he's talking about. It's funny because at the time, right, we had a Republican president, George W. Bush. So he would be the one in control, right? But I'm sure there's like some Democratic factions of the government that uh, were spearheading this. I believe that... They knew of impending. In fact, the Clintons knew of it for years, oh, well, folks. The there Clintons it is. knew of it for years. The, the Democrat, the Clintons are behind this. But they didn't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. So that's why I believe. Well, there you go. Just a, a little roundup of everything Meade talked about on his vlog, vlog podcast. Thank you very much, Meade Skelton. Finally, before we get into the news today, I've got a great example here of how uh, misinformation travels. Remember earlier this year, there was a Nebraska state senator who got up on stage and got everyone all worked up over this idea that there were uh, children in, in schools who dress up like cats and dogs, you know, furries, and that they want to shit in litter boxes. And I'm a little shocked, I guess is what I would put it. It's called something called furries. Hmm. If you don't know what furries are, it's where school children dress up as animals, cats or dogs, during the school day, they meow and they bark, and they interact with their school, with the teachers and that in this fashion. And now schools are wanting to put litter boxes in the schools for these children. Again, no schools want to actually install litter boxes. To you. Could you imagine being in charge? Like the janitorial staff at these schools would quit uh, in mass. How is this sanitary? <laughs> I'm going to have a discussion with CEO Smith about yeah. this. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. As your state senator. This is something I think, how can schools allow this to happen? 
I think it's very disruptive within the school system. He goes on. So that was in March. Earlier in the year, uh, the co-chair of the Michigan Republican Party shared a Facebook post, uh, post about a mother claiming that at least one school put a litter box in a unisex bathroom for students who identify as cats. The same rumors popped up in a bunch of other states. You know how these things spread, right? Well, that was uh, at the beginning of the year. Things seem to have died down, at least for a while. But now schools are starting back up. And guess what rumor is starting to swirl again? A friend of mine in Illinois actually knows a teacher that comes to uh, school as a furry and wears ears and a tail and uses a litter box at the front of the classroom to relieve himself. Yeah, that, 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 a hundred percent that doesn't happen. That's not a real thing. Are you fucking kidding me? There's a litter box in the front of the school room. He just, he just pisses right in, in front of the kids. This was a, a preacher speaking. So, you know, he's trying to get his congregation all riled up. I can't believe they're doing this in front of our children. I love the slight variation, right? The rumors are always differed just a little bit. It's either school children or the furries. They're thinking about installing kid, uh, kitty litter boxes. This time it's the teacher who's actually pissing in the classroom. Here's another clip. This guy's being uh, interviewed. Coming in dressed up as cats with collars. and Yeah, this is just a dude, right? Probably at a Trump rally, let's be honest. He's got a he's got a t-shirt with an American flag and an eagle on it. They're coming in dressed up as cats with collars and leashes on and ears mm-hmm. and supposed to have litter boxes in the restrooms. That's incredible. And you've yeah. you've seen this? I have not personally seen it, but of course uh, not. I know people that are involved yeah. with uh, friend of a friend schools. So you haven't personally no, seen I it. I haven't personally seen it, no. Okay. Cuz that sounds Crazy. Uh, yeah, I know. But if you talk to the students, they even say that it's been going on. And uh, have you you talked to the students and they they said they saw it? No. Some friends, friends. of ours, their <laughs> kids. Yeah. They saw. Sorry, they saw students dressed as cats. Yes. And that they said that there had to be litter boxes in the high schools. In the bathrooms, they have to have litter boxes. Unbelievable! It's almost. I can't even believe it. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to believe. It is rather hard to believe. It's one thing to accidentally fall into a litter box and then use it as a pickup line. Hey, honey. Sure hope I don't smell like cat urine anymore. I showered for you. It's another thing to actually want to wallow in the litter box. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. Stop fucked up news right now. First things first, if you are enjoying Distorted View Daily, please consider signing up for The Sideshow. That is our member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs, close to about 5,000 episodes now. More importantly, every week I do brand new Sideshow exclusive episodes. Yesterday, as a matter of fact, was a Sideshow exclusive podcast. I'll be doing another one tomorrow. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month, even less. When you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership, all major credit cards and PayPal accepted. You get a special little uh, podcast feed that you can plug into, you know, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, whatever podcast app you use. 
It's password protected. Uh, so it works with most, but not all podcasting apps. More information is up over there at superfreaksideshow.com. Uh, there is another way to get new Sideshow episodes, and that is uh, in the Spotify app or Apple Podcast app. You can sign up for new Sideshow episodes right in there. Just a few taps. It's a super easy way to do it. Again, if you like Distorted View, please consider signing up and supporting this nonsense. Uh, one final way to help me out, uh, we have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash view. Just another way to help me out, throw a few bucks my way. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Again, patreon.com slash view. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, a messaging app for parents and teachers said Wednesday that it was hacked. After some parents said they received messages with an explicit photo that is infamous on the Internet. Like really infamous, super gross. I know which one it is. What do you think? Lemon party, bunch of old men fucking. It could be tub girl, girl in a bathtub with her ass up shooting out diarrhea. Let's read on. Let's see if there's an explanation or a description of the photo. School districts in Illinois, New York, Oklahoma, and Texas all said Wednesday that the photo was sent through the app uh, named Seesaw to parents and teachers in private chats. Seesaw, which, according to its website, is used by 10 million teachers, students, and family members, declined to say how many users were affected. I love this story so much. I, I hope everyone was sent this image. Like, it sort of reinvigorates an old meme. When's the last time you heard someone talking about Tub Girl or Meat Spin? That's more of a video or a looped animated GIF, I guess. Just a penis circling around and around and around over and over again. Uh, in an emailed statement, its vice president of marketing, uh, Sunya Salim or something, said uh, that specific user accounts were compromised by an outside actor and that we are taking this extremely seriously. Our team continues to monitor the situation to ensure we prevent further spread of these images from being sent or seen by any Seesaw user. In a follow-up email, the company said the hacker or hackers didn't gain administrative access, but instead breached individual user accounts by a so-called credential stuffing attack. In such an attack, hackers look through previous data breaches to identify combinations of usernames and passwords. The photo was sent to some parents and teachers as links to Bitly, a popular link shortening service that obscures actual web addresses. For some users, the app automatically depicted the image in the chat. Now, in this article, it doesn't say what the picture was. This is a respectable news source. I did, a, I did some searching, some snooping. You know, I'm a journalist after all. And I feel like I can report with some amount of certainty that the image shared was of the classic photo known as Goatsy. Ta-da! For those of you, I can't believe some of you might be too young to know what Goatsy is. It's basically a guy bending over, and uh, he's using his uh, both of his hands to spread open his butthole. His big, red, ex expansive butthole. The news story that I have here says the image was an infamous meme photo of a man engaged in an explicit act. Come on, he's just spreading his butt open. Some school districts made announcements warning parents not to open links sent through Seesaw. 
visitors to the website for uh, Keeneville Elementary School near Hanover Park, Illinois, was greeted Wednesday with a pop-up warning that says, please don't open any bit.ly links that are sent to you this morning on Seesaw. It may appear as a message was sent to you from another school family, but please delete the message immediately without opening it as inappropriate content was sent. Another new site says, you know, for such an infamous photo, Goatsy is shockingly difficult to find online. So it was a real feat that someone was able to find it and spread it to possibly millions of people. Uh, its original domain was taken over uh, for a while by people trying to use it to shuffle cryptocurrency. The domain has since been replaced by a site that only serves up ads. Goatsy will not appear in Google, Bing, DuckDuckGo. Really? Even if you search specifically for Goatsy? That's fucked up, man. What happened to free speech? The website Motherboard was able to find Goatsy on a Russian domain dedicated to preserving Goatsy's history. I wonder if it's available on archive.org. I mean, come on. It's part of our internet history. Now, apparently, parents across the country have been reintroduced to this famous internet lore. What's old is new again. Ta-da! You guys know who the Goatsy ass belongs to, right? Kirk Johnson. Well, I don't know if he's like done with internet porn. He used to have quite the presence. He used to be on like Xtube and stuff. Lots of videos of him stretching out his uh, asshole. I can't really find. I did. Just, I did a very quick search. Kirk Johnson may have uh, packed it up, <laughs> packed it in. I don't know. He's certainly packing it in. He could pack all sorts of stuff in there. Uh, by the way, I did also look up uh, Goatsy on the Internet Archive or in the Internet Archive. It is available in the Wayback Machine. It's uh, The website is Goatsy, G-O-A-T-S-E dot C-X. And I had to go back to like 2003 in the Internet Archive to uh, actually find the true Goatsy picture. And it is uh, it's still a beauty to this day. The best things to come out of the internet, and that's saying a lot. All right, uh, second story we have for you. A teacher in the UK likened to a Benny Hill character who waved a fake penis at colleagues and made suggestive movements has been found unfit to teach. Surprise, surprise. Derek Turkington was fired this week following the incident at New Battle Community High School in, oh boy, Dalkeith Midlothian, which took place between August 2017 and May of 2018. That's a lot of penis waving time. For a whole year, he was waving that dong around in teachers' faces. During this time, Mr. Turkington, a guidance teacher, was found to have put a prosthetic penis down his pants and then threw his trouser zipper in front of staff. Oh, I've pulled stunts like that before. As a matter of fact, if you do a distorted view deep dive on the internet, <laughs> it's not on YouTube. I think it might be somewhere on Vimeo. Uh, I did a, a short film, a comedic piece called My BBC, My Big Black Cock, back in, I don't know, 2006 or 2007 or something. The premise was one day I wake up and I've got huge morning wood uh, and I... Uh, go off to the bathroom, you know, to take my morning piss. And that's when I discover, oh, my God, I have woken up with a big black cock. And I try to piece together, like, what happened the night before? Why do I have a, a big black penis? I do a WebMD search. I call 911. It's a whole thing. The big reveal is that uh, somehow I have Sammy Davis Jr.'s penis. I don't know. It's a dumb video. I was very young. 
I just happened to have a black dildo and I was like, mm, how can I incorporate? How can I make this a tax write off? I'll try to find that video and maybe uh, provide a link on uh, like Twitter or something to it. I could probably upload it over there. All right. The man then made suggestive and provocative movements towards his colleagues and also placed his finger through his trouser zipper while attempting to mimic male genitalia. Oh, I've done that, too. That's a fun gag. Mr. Turkington claimed he had been carrying a box overflowing with fake penises from a sex education class and unintentionally must have held one of the mocked up members as he waved goodbye to a colleague. That's his big defense. I had a box of dildos. I didn't realize I was holding one and I was simply waving goodbye. I mean, that's a pretty decent defense, I have to say. All right. Uh, he was also accused of screaming at a student and telling a pupil their dad clearly doesn't care about him and that he needs to move on and get a grip. That's uh, that's a little cold, especially because it's supposed to be a sex education class. Your dad doesn't love you. Get it through your head. He's never going to love you. Move on. A third accusation was that he nailed a piece of wood over a school door, resulting uh, distress to pupils present. I don't know what that means. Maybe he he uh, put the piece of wood over a school door so it couldn't open. He locked the kids in there. The guidance counselor, originally from Glasgow, was described as a kind of Benny Hill character in his regards to sexual actions <laughs> or language by a former member of staff. In a hearing in June, colleague Martin Newcomb said this was a big box of prosthetic penises in the box room just off the guidance room, and people would store their coffee and tea in there. Almost like a little break room. You go into the dick room to rest. Derek would often play with the prosthetic penises. I mean, he's a guy. I mean, if you saw a giant box of fake penises, you telling me you wouldn't play with them? You will, you know, you wouldn't set them up or you do little goofs. It's just a fun thing. The coworker said, "I took no offense to what he did. Other staff laughed at it too. I was rarely in contact with Derek. He would interact with pupils, but he had a sense of humor that these students like. He broke down barriers and pupils seemed to respond well." It was all just the way he was. To someone who didn't know him, it was probably different, but that was Derek. He was a kind of Benny Hill character in his regards to sexual actions or language. When he was messing around, it was just Derek being Derek. It meant nothing to me. If I thought he had been deliberately offensive, I would have reported it. A member of the panel, Arthur Stewart, said, Our decision as to Mr. Turkington is that he is unfit to teach, and the panel must direct that his name be removed from the teaching register. Mr. Turkington had denied the allegations that he placed one of the prosthetics down his trousers and that he placed a finger through his zipper. However, all but one of the allegations against the teacher was found to be true. There was not enough evidence that he shouted at the student. That's the one thing they couldn't prove. Mr. Turkington has been prohibited from reapplying to get back on the teaching register for two years. So he just has to wait two years, you know, get a part time used car salesman job. Like I said, they always go to used car sales, get in trouble, you know, with an underage student. Boom. Fired. Following weekend, he's selling used Saturns. He doesn't seem like a bad teacher, though. He seemed like a teacher that would be fun, like one of those fun Jokey teachers. Those are the ones that get in trouble. All right. Uh, final story we have for you today. Speaking of prosthetics, this is a prosthetic uh, of a different sort. The stress an air traveler felt the last 12 days subsided Monday <laughs> when the suitcase containing her vital item finally arrived. 
I kind of already gave it away. Yes, it was a prosthetic leg. Emily Chute or something, tweet or something, described the days leading to the moment as traumatic because the bright blue bag she checked for her September 1st flight from Austin to San Diego had her waterproof (laughs) prosthetic leg inside. I was planning on going snorkeling. That's why she brought the waterproof version. She planned to use the costly custom medical device to do everything from swim. Oh, I was right. In the Pacific Ocean to shower. However, the critical piece of luggage never made it to her final destination, which she said ruined her trip because of all the time she spent unsuccessfully trying to find it. And, you know, hopping around. It can take over a year to have a leg made. It's not easy with insurance to have medical devices remade for you. I was like, I need to do everything in my power to get that bag back. So, yeah, I did a lot to get there. Well, next time, don't check your fucking prosthetic leg bag. Don't those things bend at all? You know, you can fit them in a smaller bag that uh, fits in the overhead compartment. Keep that shit with you. There's got to be some sort of like medical special approval or allowance method, right? Better yet, I've got an I've got an awesome idea. Just wear the leg onto the flight. Like, what the fuck? She must have multiple versions. Multiple. She's one of those rich amputees with a collection of legs. It must be nice, honey. To have a closet full of uh, like, oh, this is these are fancy legs. These are my casual everyday legs. Here's some waterproof legs. That's a luxury most of us can't afford. You spoiled bitch. So she was wearing her casual leg right on the flight. She packaged up her waterproof legs. There's no reason you couldn't have wore that waterproof leg on the flight. Keep the expensive one, you know, on you. Anyway, she turned to a local TV station like. 12 on your side uh, for help after exhausting all other options. The hours spent calling customer service and talking to employees uh, resulted in nothing. By the way, she flew on Allegiant Airlines. Allegiant. (laughs) Avoid Allegiant Airlines. She said a representative at one point told her the bag never made it onto her Austin flight, even though she received a slip with the tracking number when she checked it at the counter. She assumed someone must have stolen the luggage. However, a day after the local news reached a media spokesperson and shared the story, she finally got a phone call that the airline miraculously found her bag. Somehow, the suitcase had another traveler's information placed on it, so it had been sitting in baggage claim all of this time. The airline was calling the other person, you know, who had the the, the name was on the tag, and, the, and that person was like, uh, it's not my bag. And they're like, no, no, we, we have your bag here. It has your name on it. And the guy's like, it's not mine. Meanwhile, I'm frantic, said Toot, panicked, thinking that my items are gone, just like stolen from the airport. So I uh, really learned a lesson for sure about flying and tracking your stuff. Yeah, like slip one of those um, trackers in your leg or, you know, attach it to the luggage. Those uh, what are those air tags or tiles or whatever? Come on, use your brain, bitch. I know you don't have a leg. Do you not have a brain either? Do you, you don't have a spare one of those lying around? What about a waterproof one, huh? You splurge for that? I'm giving her too much of a hard time. I'm just joking around, of course. According to a statement, Allegiant said it will reimburse travelers with a mishandled bag for reasonable, non-excessive necessities like personal hygiene products and clothes. In this case, they gave her a refund in the amount of $60, which covers her baggage fees. In addition, quote, we kindly asked uh, the woman to uh, submit receipts for compensation for processing. So anything she's out. 
I would like uh, give them bills for the entire fucking trip. It was ruined because of them. Oh, check this shit out. For future trips, she plans to buy some Apple AirTag devices to stick in her luggage. Now you're thinking. Now you're thinking like Timmy Boo. Smart girl, finally. Getting with the program. There you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday, Thursday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you guys. Many ways to contact this show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Yada, yada, yada. Don't forget about the Discord. Yes, we have a Distorted View Discord where all the freaks hang out. There's a link on the main navigation bar at distortedview.com. Just click on that. Use that as your invite in to this very exclusive club. Hey, Tim. You know, this is actually trash here. Um, I totally agree with you. Thank you. But, like, I can't believe she named her cat that. I mean, come on. What are they even thinking? And then that other thing with the, what was it, the Dr. Bronner soap? What? Man, I, I don't even know. I, mean, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. You got to be more specific. when you. Call, I, I, I think he's doing that on purpose. Like, he's being vague. You know, because he called. This is a call from like June. So I know I don't remember anything that happened on the show yesterday, let alone fucking months ago. Stop damn it, um, I was listening to the other day, and I don't even know what day it is now. Sometime in June, something. Um, and Greg from Austin keeps calling in. If he can, like, I'll, I'm going to join the Discord or whatever, all that stuff. Oh and yeah, find me on that because I've just moved to Austin. I'm trying to meet people and like. Do stuff here, all right? Yeah, and, uh, a stuff? lot of people I've met, you know, mouth stuff. Like, what type of stuff are you into? Riding around in oh. my car or something, and be like, "What the fuck are you listening to?" And it's like, "Dude, sort of views. This is an amazing show." Yeah. Now show. you and Greg can drive around Austin listening to DV together. Taking the insanity. That's adorable. Um. Yeah. So, like, he might go to some of the places I do because a lot of people, you know, I just kind of—it's not that big of a city. Um. Also. What the fuck is wrong with me? Like, how dumb and pussy is he? Where well, he's like, I'm gonna boost these complete fucking plot because, you know, Timmy <laughs> talked about something that made me triggered. He's now acting like one of the left wing uh, minorities that he bitches yeah, about all the fucking he, time. Right. And he was upset with me about something. Fucking with you in the show, and that's. People are going to start ripping into him. You told us, like, oh, don't do anything to him. Just, like, report stuff to me. No, people are going to start screwing with him. Like, you've loads of fans. Well, I f- the allegation was that Meade reported something in our Discord. Got us in trouble at the Discord. We don't know if that's true, right? Meade has gone on the record, though. And, 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 you know, he says, like, I never mess with anyone's livelihood or anything. Like, I don't I don't know if it was Meade. Meade's been, you know, this, this was a long time ago. And we haven't had a problem with Meade since then, really. We're all just having fun together. <laughs> hey, Tim. Turbo, what's next here? Hey, Turbo. Um, just real quick. You know, I'm still getting through the very end of May. You've been talking a lot about monkeypox and gay people. It'll be interesting to see if by the time you play this, if it'll start spreading amongst straight people. I haven't heard much about monkey monkeypox, honestly. I think it's got to be subsiding, right? You know, remember... I know a lot of gay people were getting vaccinated. I didn't bother to do that because, uh, you know, who am I having to... Who am I touching? No well, one. No, you weren't around for it, but... Uh... But it was pretty much just... You know what drives me crazy is that gay people got all offended when people pointed out that it was just, you know, it's pretty much a gay issue at this point. But it's true. Like, all right, maybe one or two straight people 
somehow got monkey, but it's the majority of people. It, it, it's been spreaded through gay circles, you know. AIDS originally was, you know, people with color grid, gay related, right? Immunodeficiency syndrome. Grid. <laughs> but yeah, then straight people started to get it. Yep. And Try new peanut butter aids. And uh, one more thing, uh, I list. No. Voicemail did not like that. He, <laughs> the voicemail gods decided he spoke enough. Let me see if I can bring it back up here. More thing. Uh, I listened again, and I do sound kind of like that corn nuts guy. I was yeah, going. someone called in and said he sounded like the corn nuts commercial guy that we play. <laughs> not about anything else. All right. Uh, thank you for the voicemails. Keep them coming. It's all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you 206 666 4463. That's 206 Oh, God. I finally got my butthole taken out. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive, so if you're not yet a member, sign up right now. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Processed cheese, so good it makes me drop to my knees. Processed cheese, dairy farmers love the cows. Oil, water, cheese, wow, processed cheese. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.